Welcome to CooperCast, the third Go Ask Al episode. This is your host, Al's pod paramecium, John Sachs. In this episode of Go Ask Al, we have questions about Al and Dylan as musical primitives, Dylan saying hi to Al's parents at a concert, great session musicians, and a good story about I love you more than you'll ever know that just kind of snuck in on its own. Each of Al's comments is followed by a short additional comment by Al's dog. Here's a question from Time Vina, or maybe Time Vina. I think I know what you meant when you said yourself and Bob Dylan are both musical primitives. But the precise meaning is a bit contradictory because both of you are obviously highly skilled and advanced in your own ways. Please elucidate more specifically by what you meant by that statement, if you can. Well, I think we both started primitively. Right. And then as we uh, uh, gain more knowledge, then the primitive went by the wayside, although he, he, can, he can still do a primitive. Primitive being defined as making music even though you're not... Sim- no, simpl- simplified music. Simplified music, okay. But I'll tell you, uh, while we're on the subject... Um, I'm I'm working on this uh, uh, box set. Yeah, and I I worked on Bob's album called New Morning. Right, and so I took some stuff from that and uh, a couple of tracks and put it on the album. I got permission from uh, his manager. Right. And I, I'm really glad because um, it was a great combination. But the other thing that's great about it is uh, at that point, Bob was a fantastic piano player. Mm. Really good. And that was captured on that album, New Morning. Right. His piano playing was fantastic. I was really glad I was playing the organ mm. as opposed to the piano. Right, because he would have blown me off. Hmm. And the other thing that was interesting about it was, when he plays, he does not use his pinkies. Hmm. So his pinkies are up in the air, hmm. and he plays like that. You can't see, but hmm. think of his pinky being up in both pinkies being up in the air, and the rest of his fingers playing the piano. Hmm. And that used to amuse me hmm. when I when I could see that happening. But he played fantastic piano on that album, hmm. and uh, and it was really fun to do that. Here's a question from William: At a show in New Jersey, you played around 1981 with Dylan. Dylan mentioned your parents were. Were they there, and what was their reaction? Well, I don't know, because they were in the audience, and uh, how do I know what their reaction was? Did you talk to them afterward? Well, actually, they met him after the show. Okay. So there was that. And he was very nice. Yep. And it was a good thing. Here's a question from U Street Universe. 
unsung session musicians and producers and outstanding sidemen and studio folks that Al has worked with who no one has heard of, people who impressed him with their talent and deserve recognition. I would later in life try and put them into shows. Yeah. And uh, was able to do that with a, a few of the people that I really started out with who were, you know, rings around me when I started. Yeah. Paul Griffin is one. Yeah. Keyboard player. Right. Just unbelievable. And um, some of those tracks are on uh, my box set. Okay. Coming up. Yep. Okay. And here's a little story that was not a specific answer to a question, but just kind of came up. I know you're a big fan of Amy Winehouse. Oh, yeah. And she did one of your songs. I know. It was, what a surprise that was. Yeah. I didn't see that coming. Yeah. Except that... Did we ever tell the story of... Um, this was the version that... And he sang the wrong words, and then everybody sang the wrong words. Oh, no. Donny Hathaway. Donny Hathaway did... I love you more than you'll ever know. With the wrong words. Yeah. And that became the version a lot of people knew. That became a gigantic version. Right. Much bigger than mine. And he sang the wrong words. Right. Not just the wrong words, but but they were uh, comparatively stupid (laughs) compared to the ones that he should have sang. I wasn't allowed, I don't think, to be at the session. Mm. I knew the producer, mm. and I saw he was producing Donny Hathaway. So I said, can I submit some songs? Yeah. Because I'm a gigantic Donny Hathaway fan, and you produce him. Yeah. So if I gave you a great song, would you record it? He said, yeah. Mm. So I sent him four songs, and that was one of them. Mm. And he called me and he said, we're going to do uh, I Love You More Than You'll Ever Know. Mm-hmm. And I said, that's great. That's fantastic. I said, do you need anything? I said, uh, maybe there's another version or something. He said, no, we're fine. I said, okay. And then... A week later, he sent me what he'd cut with Donny Hathaway. And it was fantastic, except they screwed the words up. Yeah. Not only did they screw the words up, but they really screwed the words up. Mm. And I called him, and he had done me a big favor. Yeah. And I called him out on it. I said... um, uh, I'm only flesh and blood, but I could be anything that you demand. I could be president of General Motors or just a tiny grain of sand. That's the lyric. Right. And he sang, only flesh and blood, but anything you demand. I could be king of everything mm. or just a tiny grain of sand. Mm. And I went berserk. Mm. I said, 
why did you change the words? I said, that's one of the best lines in the song. Mm -hmm. And he said, Al, a black person could never be president of General Motors. That's the sound of me banging my hand on my forehead. And I never spoke to the guy again. Did he, the producer, actually change it? It was not Donnie. That's correct. Wow. And now I turn on the TV and there's Amy Winehouse singing my song with the terrible words in it. Just that one line has changed. Yes, but that's a big line. I understand. Right. Okay. But there you go. At least Amy that's, Winehouse is singing 93% of your song. No, it was wonderful to hear that. Yeah. And then to see it, I think I, I went to a screening of uh, that show that she did for that movie. I went to a screening of that, mm. and and she sang my song. And I'm going, this is great. And she sang the Donny Hathaway words. And I went, I'm ruined. That song is ruined from now on. If she did that. Yeah. But. Jerry Wexler. Was the producer. Yeah. But that's the choice a lot of us have at certain moments in life. You can take in either a damaged version of something or nothing. And. Right? There's nothing I can do. There's nothing you can do. Right? I could tell him not to put it out. Right. But he loved it. This has been CooperCast, the third Go Ask Al episode brought to you by Musical Primitives. Look for more episodes coming up and subscribe at Apple, Spotify, or just about anywhere. And tell your friends.